Hello everyone, this is Bobbin Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left off, the vanguard of the revolution captured two mercenaries, put pay to the other three. As it turns out, one of them was really only in it for the check, and seeing as she couldn't collect any further checks because of biological issues, issues that the Vanguard were in a position to solve, she decided to flip, having absolutely no sense of loyalty to her unit. Does that say more about her or more about the unit? I guess you'll find out. As it is, you did find out more about her unit. She was working with a legitimate psychopath who loved his work, especially the parts where people died. He escaped, but only so that he could return to the metal wing and admire the foreign mechs that did the job. He had a brief conversation with Johnny, and one that ended with him flying through the air and then getting a laser shot through the back of his skull. Continuing on from there, you gathered further information about the compound and ultimately determined that an infiltration was your best path forward. Anything resembling a giant mech would be easily spotted thanks to the wide sight lines that the compound enjoys from the flat terrain that surrounds it. On the bright side, this also means you have very good view of the compound from the spy satellite hijacked by Demu, and with your new ally Alice's assistance, you picked out three locations that could definitely use more... Oh, what's a good word for it? Percussive redecorating. <laughs> I like it. As it is, finding explosives is not going to be an issue. And we can say without having to roll or anything that one or two mechs set on the road that goes between the capital New Hesse and the Meganis compound are able to hijack one of the food trucks expected to be at the compound. This is like a food shipment truck? Yeah, food, okay. supplies, toiletries, just general things people need to live in a truck. I see. As it is, you used your mech to toss out all of that stuff. Maybe keep some for yourself. That's up to you. And then uh, pack it up with a bunch of crates that look similar, but contain mass amounts of high explosive. Ooh. I have put a poll in the chat, and the majority has decided to simply go with the medium level of awareness and population, which means that the inevitable mech combat that will happen next session will also be at a medium strength. Spoilers, jeez. <laughs> I've already spelt this out for you, so it's a little late for that one. <laughs> As it is, this means that the clock for this particular exercise is going to be 10 segments in size. Now I will specify 
This is going to be complicated, and you're going to have to get into the right positions to contribute to the clock. So not all of your skill checks are going to directly impact how many clock segments you fill in. It's not going to be as straightforward as contacting the resistance was back in that session. However, and uh, one more thing just to uh, make sure everyone's on the ball before the session starts. Make sure you check your minor ideal and pick one you think is going to come up. Yes, thank you. Which ideal are we picking? Your minor ideal. Oh, okay. Yep, you should have like a drop down menu. Okay, do we switch it out every session? You can. Yes. Okay, okay. But you you pick one at the start of every session. You can pick the same one every single time if you want. I see. Okay, cool. Thank you. Pick this one. Not that it matters, because I'm pretty sure I had uh, 8 XP coming into this session, so... Yeah, same. Yeah, that's the other thing. If you have 8 XP, you are done, and this is... This is essentially just an exercise to make sure we all remember this aspect of the game or when it does start to matter again. Clock to I've mine mine. Uh, I've named it Infiltrate the Compound. Oh, I named it Destroy the Mud Kicker Base. That, that also works. Description. Infiltrate. Disseminate. Plant. Exfiltrate. Detonate. <laughs> I wish I could think of a, a synonym for plant that ends in trait or eight. Okay. Yeah, right. It's definitely sports. Germinate? Eh, that's not really. New Zealand's a 41 and 0 right now. Propagate doesn't quite work. No. It's irrelevant. Okay, I've added a 10 segment, 10 segment clock to mine that just uh, it's labeled to fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> As you will. Description: Sea bass. <laughs> So, there we go. We rejoin the action. As the new clock is called new clock. We rejoin the action a moment after you have finished prepping your new vehicle for its job. The driver has quite helpfully run the hell away from the direction he goes back to New Hesse. But you are sufficiently far enough from civilization that you've got a good couple of hours before he gets somewhere that he can communicate what happened. Have we like, have we like established what our roles are here? Like, are we eighteen this out? Who is face? Who's going to be B. A. Baracus? Uh, me. Well, I pity face you is face. Yeah, face is the guy who's all the faces all the yes. time. Uh, all I, the I time. pity every fool. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll, go, I'll be Murdoch then. Once again, for starting mid-action, if there's any sort of planning you want to have done, feel free and uh, fill in those gaps. Well, we're obviously going to have to split up. So, who's going with whom once we do? I know there's an odd number of us, which makes it a little bit difficult. Unless Roughhouse is coming too. And you've got three targets. I don't know, right now I'm just checking the vehicle. 
I'm an engineer, I can do that. We'll make sure it's working. This is planning we would have done prior to now. Okay. Yeah. I don't care who I'm with as long as I can blow stuff up. Okay, then you can be Murdoch. <laughs> uh, is there any benefits to using stims in these situations? Like, do I get uh, do I get accuracy dice for whatever um, whatever version I choose? Because I feel like. Staying calm and emotionally stable, uh, deadening fear and other strong reactions would come in handy, but it doesn't say that it, like, gives me any benefits to using these. I will say that if you want to consume an item, it's good for one accuracy die. Okay, for one accuracy die, right. Got it. I will save that. Under varying circumstances you might be able to get away with more or less but i i think that's a good rule of thumb okay fair enough uh i will save the using the stims for when we actually have to go in and give call signs and stuff then something else i should mention is that i can provide you with basic directions for where the buildings are on the compound because the the compound layout is roughly square-shaped and oriented with north. With that in mind, in the northwest is the officer barracks, in the middle is the armory, and in the southeast is the experimental mech hangar bay. Those are your three targets. Oh, dips. Dips on the experimental hangar bay. You're going to blow it up. I'm going to look around first. How experimental are we talking? Uh, so experimental that the mechs that came out of that hangar bay blew themselves up when they took enough damage. So this is the experimental base bay. There's uh, the officer barracks, you said? Yes. I've chosen a better color than green, but... Uh, and what was the middle one? The armory. Okay. The most protected location on the entire compound. Well, I'm not going to that one. And therefore at its center. Making me choose between lots of targets and cool stuff. You're, you're a madman, Bob. Almost see everything there. All right. Do we know where the gates are? Because at the moment we've got a box. Yes. There are a couple of entrances. One on the west side, one on the east side. Your vehicle we'll have to go to the west entrance because the west entrance is also where the mess hall is and thus where they're expecting this shipment to end up and then just to complete the picture on the southwest of the compound is the enlisted barracks and there are more mech hangar bays along the east and northeast end so you can sort of think of it as uh, people on the left, mechs on the right. And in the center, you've got the armory, the main offices and communication systems in the south, and the VTOL landing pads on the north, close to the officer barracks, so they don't have to walk so far when they turn in for the night. Or at least McGinnis, who makes the most use of the VTOL pads. So... I feel... 
like someone needs to watch Johnny. Like, just to make sure that he doesn't commit more war crimes than necessary. We're not a war, this not a crime if we're not a war. You know what I mean. I nominate someone other than myself. Crimes against humanity. Look, it's impossible to commit a crime against humanity in an enemy base. (sighs) I'm pretty sure that's not true, but okay. Sounds extremely not correct. (laughs) Anyway. These guys aren't human. So, someone's going to have to go alone. And... I feel like leaving me by myself is also a recipe for disaster. So I'll do the lone thing. That's my that's my deal. I was gonna like be uh, basically eyes and ears for everybody else. Okay. So the question is, okay. who is babysitting Johnny and who is mm. babysitting me? Colin, peak peak funny idea. Let's babysit each other. No. God no. no. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. No. Excellent. You would like this to be a success. Yes! <laughs> In character, I would be for it. Out of character, no. Uh, what is Arya going to do? <laughs> yeah, Arya also needs babysitting. Why doesn't Arya... Um... I'm just going to want to put this out there. Arya should definitely not go with Johnny. <laughs> yes, I agree. I guess that means it's me and Johnny and Connor and Arya. <laughs> okay. Or Arya could be on comms because she has the hacking skills. Look, I'm perfectly fine to go alone and blow something up. That's the problem. That is the problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what mm. we're here to do. It's the solution. Yeah, but timing is everything for this. Has everyone picked their, their pilot gear? Does everyone have that set up? Uh, yeah. My pilot gear basically stays the same. I don't have the time to... I've got a light hard suit, a medium signature weapon, a light AC weapon, data plating, stims, and a sound system. Uh, I've got grenades, an anti-photon visor, stims, heavy hard suit, medium AC, and medium sig. I've got two weapons, a hard suit, uh, some healing items, and myself. I probably don't need to be wearing my mad clamps when I'm just walking about a base. That would probably look silly. We definitely would have had time to change out our loadouts for all of this. Uh, I've got two weapons, heavy and a light signature, a stealth hard suit, a smart scope, a corrective, and a personal drone. And the light hard suit, a light AC, that's a sidearm, a medium signature weapon, uh, which I apparently forgot the name. Uh, and subjectivity enhancement suite, a prosa collar, and data plating. Okay, in terms of actually where we strike then, if I'm going to be stuck with Dalton, then... I think Dalton's stuck with you. Well, it's huh. the same each way. Um, then we're probably best off in the armory. Well, there's no point in having Ape's character go alone to the most heavily defensive thing. Well... The armory being the most difficult means that we need to send the people there who are best at infiltration. Yeah. What are Johnny's infiltration triggers? Uh, Read the situation and get there quickly. And I can also hack and fix. So I've got got quite good infiltration triggers on the whole. 
I have act unseen or unheard, hack or fix, bot, stay cool, and take someone out. I have act unseen or unheard, plus two, and hack or fix, plus four. Also, I'm literally wearing a stealth suit. Could I wear the goblin? <laughs> no. Is that going to be... You You should not do that. Should. No. That is not going to be stealthy now. Okay. On a battlefield, a goblin's pretty stealthy. In a compound full of humans, kind of stands out. It's like eight feet tall, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Put a trench coat and a hat on, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> the one skill trigger I have that can be applied to getting into places quietly is stay cool. You know, you know what they say: just carry a clipboard and act like you're supposed to be there. I'll get you into basically anywhere. That's going to be my whole plan. It helps that you know the jargon. Um, most of my stuff will basically come up. If we get caught, I can talk up, I can talk us out of getting into trouble. Probably either with take control or charm. Preferably charm, because that's plus six and take control is only two. But either way, mine is more, uh-oh, we got caught, time to talk our way out of it as opposed to getting in. Oh, I should mention, I literally have a talent called Infiltrator. Oh. No. Yeah. I'm, gosh, where are talents listed? It's a mech combat thing. Oh, mech. Okay. Yeah, none of my talents are relevant. My talents are entirely combat except for the bigger thing. I will add that... Uh... Of the three targets, the officer barracks is the most likely to be populated. Heavily populated. Hmm. That's probably where Connor needs to be then. Yeah. And my problem is I can't get in sneakily out, like by myself. So someone probably should come with me. I know I know like we already discussed this, but I don't think the correct answer is having any one of us like staying back on comms because I can't get in anywhere by myself without having to talk to someone and that's not going to be very conducive to planting explosives there either in any case also if you want someone on comms you can get Demu to do that I mean Arya could do mission control well I guess the other thing is do we have to hit all three targets at once like can we think it would be to our benefit if we did because one it would send a better message if they all exploded at the same time in my opinion and two it's going to make getting out of here a lot faster if we don't have to worry about like exploding one and then setting up the next one and exploding that one you do realize that explosives have timers and triggers, right? True. I wonder if there's any way Arya could preemptively, like, do some sort of hacking thing to uh, make explosives or make, like, I don't know, base systems explode or, or, like, primed to explode. Basically, you want to try and hack into their network and either disable something or cause some chaos before you get in yeah but i i don't want to cause like overt chaos because i don't want them to be on high alert well they've got a comms dish maybe we should get there first and knock out like short shortwave radio or whatever they use in the future 
yeah. Um, just because there are three buildings you have to explore does not mean that you cannot explore the other buildings. There might be things there that you need or want, or uh, else you might end up going there in order to get away from trouble. So, maybe the best plan then, after than those groupings, is if Arya and I do comms, Connor and someone else plants the officer barracks, which is the most likely defended, and then the third person either picks a group or figures out something else to do. I just figured Connor would be best at officer barracks because... Yeah, talking. talking. Yeah. No, I was planning on going to the officer barracks regardless because that because of the talking situation. Mm. And between Arya's hacking and my engineering, the comms ain't going to be a problem. I will go to whatever place is hardest to sneak into. The armory. That's the armory. That's the yeah. armory. Yep. Well, you don't have to go in just yet. Maybe, maybe Dalton could begin by wrecking. What? A reconnaissance, like... Recon? Yeah, recon. Did you try to say recon? No, I said recce. It's a term. Uh, I thought you said wreck it. Oh, well, I mean, that's what we're going to do eventually, but it's not <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I thought you said rekeon, and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Keon is mm. good, and Yui's the best. No, he, he clearly said... Well, he said reconnaissance at one point. So, at least for the initial targets we are saying that Connor goes straight for the officer barracks that Arya and Johnny head over to the offices and comms on the south end of the base and presumably swing over to the experimental mech hangar bay afterwards mm. yeah or figure something else that depends how the rest of it goes but yeah and we have Alan going for the armory, so where does that leave Dalton? Uh, I am... So if Johnny and Arya are going together, and mm -hmm. Alan is taking it solo, and Connor has expressed that he would like to have a second person with him, I think the move is for me to go with Connor. Makes sense. Uh, one thing I should add is that... You have no idea if McGannis is present on the base or not. Mm. Alice has mentioned that she spends a lot of time away from the base, but the duty rosters that you picked up have no information on her schedule. That information is apparently not for everyone to know. That figures. She's on the base. Then... It's fine. Taking her out is an optional objective. Yeah, um, but in terms of placement, it's going to be anywhere except VTOL. I, I don't think she'd hang around VTOL, but... Well, she does use it the most, we were told. Yes. She might, like, take it upon herself to do inspections. Oh, so there's a building attached to VTOL. Okay. Or she might appear or disappear there. In terms of finding her, that's probably going to be something either in comms or officers' barracks, I'd imagine. Either someone will know her, or there'll be some kind of log. I just realised 
We're not going to be able to steal anything from the experimental hangar bay because everything's really big. Mm. Well, once everything's assembled, it's really big. Even disassemble, it's probably also really heavy. Also, Arya might be able to just, like, brain blast all of the schematics. That's true. Okay, you do brain blast now. I did it once, uh, and it went uh, super well. <laughs> For everybody. For everybody. For everybody. Alright, I think we have a plan. Fair enough. One thing I would like to add is that taking out the comms is also very useful because A, there will be no system to trace the uh, detonation signal. And the second thing is that you can have Demu on comms. Hmm. Because no one can hear her broadcasting to you guys. Hey, out of curiosity, there is the inevitable mech combat after this. If we have extra explosives and extra time and things are going super well, if we just like swing by the other two mech hangers, things be even easier <laughs> for us. Yeah, maybe. What if then, rather than Dalton going straight to the most well-armed place single-handedly, won't we... Do you mean when... Alan? Alan, yes, sorry, you're Dalton. Um... Yes. Uh, why don't we start with having Alan hit up a mech hanger? What are your thoughts, eh? I feel like those are also going to be really well defended. Well, technically the whole base is well defended. It's just the armory is on a separate level beyond the rest. So after that, we blow up the barracks, but that's not your scene. Do you really want to blow up the armory? It would make the whole revolution thing a lot easier. Oh, we have to blow up anyway. That's that's one of the things that we have to blow up. We're asking that's mission critical. As a bonus objective, do we want to blow up uh, any hangars to make the mech combat next session easier because they will have less mechs to send after us for combat? Well, you're specifically asking if we want to go after the mechs first and then go for the armory. Not just like rubber band. Pass through the armory or walk around it, scope it out and then dip into the mech hangar on dead east, drop some bombs, and turn 180 degrees and walk All into right. the armory and drop some more bombs. I think I can do that, sure. Okay, so that's fine. Turn 360 degrees and walk away. <laughs> Moonwalk. I will say that this is going to be a uh, bonus objective. anything standing that'll be great yeah i mean that's that's the main point of blowing up the armory it's going to make the biggest crater yeah who wants to see an ammunition fire Me! Ideally, <laughs> ideally we would be best place to cook a hot dog setting off all of the explosives at once right yes remote detonation to leave nothing to chance yes yes as it is, I believe I will be taking the cue from you guys and assigning you Team Red, Team Blue, and Team Green. Okay, so it's me and uh, Dalton on Team Green. I really should have put our team as Team Green because of Aria, but there you go. Alan is, I think, the lone wow, team Wow, racist. Red. <laughs> I think Alan's the one 
lone Team Red member, and uh, that leaves Arya and Johnny as Team Blue. Right. It's just like my other character. Oh, but I want to be green. As it is. Before you have a chance to break into colorful teams, you do need to get in through the, f the main gate. So, who's driving? Uh, Johnny. Yeah, I, I should I should not drive. Arya. I feel like it should be Connor. Mm. I feel like we're going to pull up to the main gate and we want the talkie guy to talk us through the main gate. Yeah, probably. I would like to thoroughly check over the truck first. It's our truck. Well, we took it. Yeah, oh, we, we stole it, so I fair, really want to check oh, it for like fair enough. Fair trackers, enough. anything like that. Oh yeah, I, I'll I'll help with that. I forgot I... that we uh that we stole the truck, so never mind. Check for truck nuts. Yeah, so if I'm getting assisted, then that's plus one accuracy. The assist only comes if the assisting character takes a stress. Oh, do you want? Yeah, stress is the name. So. Arya has to agree to take a stress in order to give you the assist dice. Oh. Claire might not have known that, so... I have one right now. This one might not be yeah, it's, it's mission not worth critical. It. Let me just roll it. Mm. There, 12. Yeah, no, that, go for it. 12 is good enough already. Is there any trackers, anything like that? Here's what I will tell you about the truck. It is old. It is tired. Same. <laughs> The engine in particular has seen better days and seems to be held together with spit, gum, and a whole lot of hope. But something else you notice is that beneath the bed of the truck is a hidden compartment. It's not really big enough to smuggle all of you inside, especially not fully loaded and wearing all of your equipment, but it does it is certainly big enough to carry a whole lot of what you presume to be contraband stuff, like high-proof liquor, a lot of space future death sticks. Cigarettes? Yeah. Okay. Basically. It's death sticks. Drugs of varying sorts, some of which you are familiar with, others of which you are not. And uh, also a fair number of data sticks that uh, you would have to download onto some sort of computer terminal in order to read. But this is exactly the sort of thing that anyone with any IT training would tell you never to do. <laughs> hmm. Let's do it. No, no, hey, don't do that. Great, Arya, just uh, put them in your mouth. <laughs> no. Good lord. <laughs> Nothing will go wrong. Nothing will go wrong. Is that stuff that could be in it, or is it, or is that stuff that is in it? Oh god, what exactly did the? Oh fuck! Well, have I just found a big stash of drugs, or is that just stuff that could be the contraband? Oh no, no, there, there is tons of contraband of everything I described in there right now. Sweet, did we stole party? And I'm so sorry. What did the? Uh, what did? What? What was the IT comment about? You're a computer. Just. Uh, uh, if you find a bunch of unmarked memory sticks, don't just plug them into your computer. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Hey, hey, Connor. Connor. Hmm. Hey, Connor. Hmm. I'll, uh, I'll take a look at them. If you uh, think it's... What I found. 
And I hold up the box mark, box mark Death Sticks. <laughs> Space Future Death Sticks. It's the brand name. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I imagine that they are basically think of them as a version of tobacco that also provides a stimulating effect. Doesn't tobacco do that? No, tobacco is more of a soothing effect. Oh. Tobacco's a downer. Yeah, same. Huh, I thought it was a stimulant. Yeah, so did I. For some reason. No, you you smoke to relax. Yeah, nicotine uh, releases chemicals that improve mood. We probably shouldn't use those right now, but thank you for letting me know. So, having inspected the vehicle and determined that there are no problems about it, Connor, you're in the driver's seat. Yes. You drive up to the front gate. Yes. Uh, there was one other thing. Sorry. I do oh, apologize. Since we're infiltrating comms, is there anything that we can get from... Oh, what's the computer? Demu. Demu, yes. Uh, is there anything we can get from Demu to like plug into a computer to help lift some data? Probably, yeah. Can we have it? <laughs> <laughs> we have to invent it. No, no, go for it. You have your fucking rigor talent. Use it. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'll just, yeah I'm going to do that. Because uh, I need to make something sentient every campaign, every uh, <laughs> mission. Here we go. Okay, I, I'm making the future data transmitter, and it... Oh god, that one oh, no. Explodes immediately unless I take one stress. I let it explode in my face, and then I ask um, Demu to give me something that works. Daddy, <laughs> daddy, I don't think you're very... <laughs> my son! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And in response to your request, Demo just says, I believe there is something in the electronics cabinet. It's in the cockpit. There, it's flashing green now. Okay, I'll take it. And then I go hide in the contraband trunk because, because I should because my face has been on national television calling for the death of millions. Oh, you don't yeah, know yeah. You don't know that. Wait, what? I'm pr I'm pretty sure I know I know that there were cameras because I was talking to the cameras. You were talking to cameras. You don't know that they were broadcasting nationally. All the same, been hiding the thing. You were shouting at the sky with the assumption that there were satellites watching you. Is what happened. Yeah, and because oh. I because I assume <laughs> that I'm hiding in the compartment. You had good reason to believe that the enemy general back in Soprano was filming his easy victory, supposedly, against the enemy forces, but uh, that was not a live broadcast. Yeah, all the same, I'm gonna hide in The important question is uh, whether it sold any SSC Max. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry. Wasn't Tell me Connor's later. Like... Let's move on. I want to explain my joke. No. So the guard at the gate... <laughs> appears to be uh, somewhat bored, dressed in the typical mud kicker uniform, just this sort of green forest fatigues version of it. Ambles up to your truck when it arrives. First thing he says is, you're late. 
second thing he says is, you're not Buster. God, I should probably be using the voice modulator for this as well. I should probably come up with a... Wouldn't that make you more suspicious? I'm pretty sure... If oh, Actually, with these, with these kind of people... Hey, you don't sound like Connor. Well, main question is, does the voice modulator modulate to normal voice frequencies or just uh, abnormal ones? It's, it's normal ones. I've been using I've been using Calvert's voice for it the entire time. So. Oh. Well, it's not entirely normal. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to come up with a voice because I, I don't want always want to default to, Cal uh, to Calvert for this. Megalad Lime. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what what was the name that he said? Buster. Yeah, you're not Buster. All right. From the hit television series. Well, Buster Six. Uh, we're covering for him today. Okay. Who are you? What was the fucking name I came up with? Uh. I'm Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> My name's Gary. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, suppose I gotta check in with the depot. I appreciate that Bobbin is trying really hard not to also do the Mega Man line voice. <laughs> I'm the one who started with this voice. Y'all are copping to my... Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, so it was a, it was a plot by... Connor, he was reflecting back what he received from his conversational yes. partner yes. in order to put him at ease. Right. Very clever. Connor will say, uh, listen, you don't re you don't really need to go through that whole rigmarole, do you? That just takes every that just takes up everybody's time, everybody's effort. I've got some food back here, and you know how quick that you know how quick that can and possibly will go bad. Why don't we just skip the formalities? And we're already late. And we're already late, so like, you know, we're we're just adding time to added time, you know? Alright. Now I did mention that uh, mercenaries take well to bribes, so is there anything that you are just quietly, without discussing it, holding out of the, uh, the driver's cab at this moment? We have some bottles of whiskey. We do have bottles of whiskey. We also have some death sticks. And these Earth Pass life cubes. You know what? I'm willing to hold out, like depending on how much, how much I have to give up my share of the death sticks that I was going to uh, smoke with Johnny later. I'll I'll be discreetly holding that out. All right. Well, I will say that your bribe removes the inherent difficulty of this uh, role. Okay. So I'm rolling. Charm, which is my plus six. So hopefully, things will go well. Go well if my character sheet would load up. There we go. That's a 22. That goes fairly well. So, the guard sort of hums and haws, and uh, you pull out a bottle of whiskey to go with the, uh, the death sticks, and the guard hums and haws, and so you pull out one of those unmarked memory drives. <laughs> pull, pull that out. <laughs> I mean, they've been brought to the mercenary camp for some reason, surely. 
how much you want to bet it's just softcore porn. Oh softcore. god. <laughs> I got a fucking weak ass. <laughs> softcore porn into a military base. Colin, I was going to say you and I were on the same brain cell there, but then you said the word softcore. Yeah. Which is yeah. Like, my god. Because I was going, I was going with the most pathetic version of whatever it is that they're trying to get the rocks off to. What is this, high school? Yes, exactly. Yeah, 90% it is porn. <laughs> Softcore porn. Uh, <laughs> maybe one person on the base. I should have stuck it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Session. No, I no. I told <laughs> you, bro. I told you. I was going to run a diagnostic later. But yes, once you have completed the uh, the trifecta, as it were, the guard says, Yeah, you know what? It's probably not worth my time. It's the button. The uh, doors jingle and pop and recede to either side. And the way is clear to go forward. That's right. why that guy started I'm... out as Southern. I'm guessing that doesn't add to our clock at all. Actually, it does. Oh, cool. Just the one, right? Well, in fairness, you got over a 20, so that is worth two. Oh, okay, cool. Two go on the clock. Dang. I should note that under normal circumstances, that would actually be worth three, but again, we are working on a difficult clock here. Yeah. All right. And uh, as, we're dri as we're driving, I will say quietly so that no one out in the uh, compound can hear us says, I wonder if this thing has any settings that where our voice doesn't sound completely stupid. Arya reaches out and, like, fiddles with a dial. No, no, it's, it's already been decided this time. We gotta we got keep it going. It's a machine, not a miracle. Yeah, <laughs> and this is a big truck. There is no hand passage between the cabin and the, the bed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Inside the compartment, you just hear a someone mutter skill issue. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, we'll pull up to the mess hall, I guess, because cause we, we are all starting in the mess hall, correct? Yes. Yep. yep. And uh, you all quickly clear out, pull some of the high explosives out of the crates and uh, place them around your person and begin your mission. Dun, dun, da, da, da. I got pants full of C4. <laughs> I have trousers made of C4. And also some high explosives. <laughs> now, I will say that getting open comms is fairly useful for everyone. So we're going to start with blue team. Ah. I believe in you. Let's do this. Thank you. The comms building, which also houses the mercenary offices, place for paperwork and other such activities, ah. is easy enough to spot because it is the building with the single highest metal tower sticking up right from the center of the structure, hmm. peppered across the top a variety of satellite dishes, antennae, and other such communication devices. Few people seem to be walking 
here or there around the building. It is, after all, the middle of the day. And time of day is, incidentally, another consequence of the uh, choice for the medium population. For some reason, I had envisioned it as being nighttime. No, if you wanted everyone to be there, it would have been nighttime. Yeah, I don't. Um, we go to the comms building and what the entrance is looking like. There appears to be one primary door. Also, there are a couple of doors on the various uh, higher levels of the building. It is not built straight up as a block. It does seem to be made out of prefab building structures, but in a fairly haphazard fashion. The bottom floor is much wider than the second floor, it's much wider than the third floor, and not in a sort of pyramidal way, but in a sort of uh, a few extra habitation pods have been attached to the bottom level, a few less, the next level up, and so on. I guess the point is that this place is riddled with doors, but most of them are not on the ground. Uh, hey, uh, Arya, how's your climbing? It would be a lot better if I had taken the goblin, but she she uh, like taps her head. I don't think they put any uh, any rock climbing skills in this. This is my goblin. It was made for me. <laughs> Do you have any skills that can help you climb? Because I think going in the front doors not really going to help. Here, let's see. No, not really. Are you sure climbing is the only way in? That's the front door. Um, or we can break a window. Or try a window. Climbing the window. Well, why don't we scope out the place first? Let me see if there are any security systems uh, I could commandeer. And I will do just that. And see if there's any, like cameras or anything I can uh, I can like remotely piggyback off of or whatever and look through sure that would be a hacker fix roll mm. I have a plus four to that it's a 19 all right there are in fact a number of cameras some of which are just visual range others seem to have night vision enhancements mostly the ones that cover the front of the building, and really just a couple of them that are fairly strategically placed. Mm. Are there any other security systems? There does seem to be a sort of general alarm switch. You are unable to determine exactly where or how many or how easily there are, if there are any buttons to just, uh, smash to set off the alarm system hmm. but you are aware that it's certainly there and it's uh, definitely linked up to the PA system right and I mean do I even want to pull an alarm at this point I, I think that's a bad idea right right but your access currently would allow you to suppress one alarm okay that might get triggered hmm can I just see is if what's through the door? Is there like a desk, like a? I guess I don't know. Would it be a reception type? Well, as it turns out, there does seem to be something akin to a reception there. Okay. There is someone with a desk facing the front door. 
whether that's reception or just an executive assistant or some poor asshole who's uh, been assigned a punishment duty. We should have uh, stolen fatigues. Well, you you didn't really have to steal them so much as Demu made them for you, which is why you haven't been stopped yet. Oh, okay. So we can just go through the front door. We can. Um, oh, I've got an idea. Uh, Bobbin, I would like to use my second use of rigging. All right, try not to roll a one this time. Uh, I mean, Please don't roll a one. A, a, a one is fine because I can just spend stress. I don't want to roll a three. Yeah, but it's less funny when there's only one thing that comes up. Okay, well, a, the free a free is the worst result. <laughs> oh my god! That's another one. I'm gonna, okay. I'm taking yeah. the stress at this point. Uh, Bob and I'd like to build a grappling hook. This doors are higher up, but if uh, Arya can't climb, I mean, I could try. I'm not like incapable. I, I, I just don't have any specifically... I Okay, so I have Act Unseen or Unheard. I have Get a Hold of Something. I have Hack or Fix. I have Invent or Create. And I have Take Control. In fairness, these walls aren't really built to be climbed, so having any sort of assistance is definitely a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can get there quickly. Um... Dabble, dabble. My neck feels funny. Yeah, you're a great <laughs> Can you stretch now. it for me? What, what the fuck? Son is alive. What the hell? I think I think the front door's a bad idea. Um, what? What is that? It's a grappling hook that talks. What? How? Why? You can call me a Grumbangus. Everything I make is alive somehow. That's disturbing. But not. It's not really alive anyway. I'm not sentient like you are. I'm just good at mimicking one. That's still disturbing. Why would you make this? I can't help it. I have the ability to feel pain. <laughs> made a robot that screams. Mm -hmm. I just figured there's more cameras to avoid if we go in the front and like walk up the corridors. Also, more likely to be challenged. Up to you. I mean, if you don't want to climb, it's fine. I'll climb. Fine. Sure. Yeah. Um... You just asked me if I was good at it, and like, I'm not specifically good at it. We don't need to be good at it anymore. Just hold on tight. I grapple up to a higher door. Preferably one... So I'm getting the, pi the picture. This is like a, a series of boxes and it, like there's a box with the big antenna sticking out of it at some point. Sort of like one really big box and then a bunch of little littler boxes that are probably like one office each attached to them. And off of the center where there's the most support for it is the giant mass with the antennas on it. Yeah. So I figure, and Arya, do correct me if I'm wrong because you've seen the inside of this place, but I figure <laughs> the bolts for the big antenna are most likely going to be near the big antenna. Uh, is that right? Well, if nothing else, there are going to be wires somewhere along that thing, and you can tap into wires. Oh, sweet. Let's just go up to the big antenna, then. I mean, is it going to be... Gosh, they still use wires? How old is this place? Wires are cheaper. Hmm. Anyway, hold on tight. It's completely wired. Yeah, got it. 
Yeah, so because of how this thing works, I still have to roll a dice. Well, I will say that uh, with the grappling hook, you can just get up there. Okay, it's supposed to just give me plus one accuracy to a check, but yeah, sure, fine. Yeah, but if I decide there doesn't need to be a check, then there is none. I salute you, brave dungeon master. Okay, I, uh, someone editing like the Batman grappling hook sound. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'll do. We're there now. Yay! <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Let's take a look at this thing. So I will say that if you just want to strip one of the wires and uh, basically uh, hijack the signal, that's going to be a very difficult... It's going to be a heroic roll. A 20 or nothing. There are terminals, presumably, within the building. Yeah. That uh, will be... Um, much more conducive to interacting with the fiber optic cables that can't be hijacked. I would much prefer to find it uh, like an actual interface. Yeah, same. I think these wires are too old. Mm. Where's the nearest door? That way. Yeah, it's right over there. Ah, oh, sweet. Let's go in the door. There's clearly roof access because people need to maintain the antennas. Uh, I guess I'll go for, I mean, it's just check that the hatch is alarmed. Do we know if the hatch is alarmed? Uh, let me check. Do I have to roll? Not in this case. There is no alarm. Nope, we're good. Okay. Guess I'll go first. All right. I would like one of you to make some sort of stealth or infiltration roll at this point. I have I have a two in a plus two to that. Yeah, you go first. That's an eight. All right. You've gotten onto the rooftop. You've entered into the building. You've taken the uh, modular stairs down to one f to the next floor. You are on the hunt for a terminal, preferably one that is unlocked and unattended. You think you don't hear anything coming out of the first office you come across. You open the door and there is some dude wearing the mud kicker patch wearing much nicer clothing than the usual fatigues staring directly at you hey buddy what's up hi is this uh is this where poker night is looks around at this tiny prefab office the only table with any sort of space on it is the one he is working on huh. most of that space is taken up by the monitor no. Those guys in engineering like to play a prank then, I guess. Who? Uh, sorry? Who? Edwards? Um, Phillips? What was that other guy's name? Do you remember? I, I look at Johnny. Uh, he says his desk is full of papers. <laughs> I think, yeah, let's read the situation. Let's see if I can see because Arya's grasping for names, but she's already said a couple of names, so I'm going to see if he's actually reacted subtly to one of the names already said. All right. That's a 20. Well, as I was going to say, uh, this is basically going to be getting rid of the difficulty that uh, saying proper nouns added to this role. 
And uh, so, yeah, at this, I would say that Johnny just sort of notices that neither name is ringing a bell with this person, but he does see a list of names on the wall on some sort of note that's been put up there. And so you just jump in with a few of those names. And like I said, that's going to remove the difficulty of Arya's uh, talk your way out of this role. All right. Okay, one sec. I keep accidentally closing my sheet. I don't suppose I could take control. That sounds fair enough. 21. All right. So uh, starting with that new list of names that Johnny has fed you, Arya, you uh, you go on this elaborate tirade about workplace practical jokes and how there is no place for them in a mercenary company where everyone is armed and uh, that sort of thing. And eventually you start to see this pencil pusher nod along does not seem to be the sort of person who has that kind of sense of humor. Possibly no sense of humor whatsoever. <laughs> but in either case, it works in your favor because eventually he's just uh, waves his hand to you and says, All right, uh, just let me get back to my work. I'll go have a talk with them afterwards. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, what was your name again? May I have your name? No, I'm not going to. Hmm. Does he have a name badge? Or some kind of... Or a rank? Well, me, I'm Harvey Henderson. <laughs> I drag Arya away <laughs> the second she smokes. Alright. That was the wrong room, I guess. Mm -hmm. Sure was. I did have a list of names for just such occasions. Ah. just needed to choose which one. Uh are probably hidden in the ceiling at this point. So it doesn't really much help. You could continue your hunt for an unattended terminal. I've got an idea. Computers make noise. Even computers in the future won't be in this perfect, imperfect future world won't be completely silent. There'll be some kind of operating noise. Particularly in the comms room where there's likely to be a bit of chatter as well. I think I want to fish someone. <laughs> I was just going to read a situation to listen out for humming, but... Mm, that could do. Probably no consequence if this goes wrong, but yeah, sure, 15. Well, there's always a consequence when you roll. That's why I've got to be careful for uh, calling rolls. Oh, I should probably let you do that before I start rolling. <laughs> but in this case, a 15 will do. So you uh, take point, start listening at doors. You do have to go down one floor from where you began, but you do eventually hear what can only be the comms room. There are a number of fans constantly whirring in the background, and uh, there is just this sort of half-mechanical, half-real chatter going on as people in the room are talking to people who are not in the room. Hmm. Should we do this? Uh, I'm sorry? I think 
you and I are engineers and we're going to, we're just going to set, we're here to repair. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. I open the door. All right. There are a couple of people just sort of buzzing around, attending various displays and switchboards and status boards and such. But all of them continue what they're doing, and uh, as the door opens, one man who is seated in a, a rotating desk chair spins around to face you, and the first word that comes into your heads as you see him is corpulent. Okay. Okay. Not fat. Somehow this man's body shape perfectly describes the word corpulent. And it does not take him... Well, it actually does take him a couple of seconds to just sort of look you up and down before actually saying anything, which is... Okay. What is it you two are doing? Maintenance. Uh, Harvey sent us. Said there was a server issue? I didn't even know they kept servers down here, but... All right, that deserves a roll. It's a nine. That's a nine. Ugh. Harvey. Harvey, um, don't give two shits about North Surfers. Hmm. Who really sent you? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Who, who really sent us? Oh. <laughs> um, okay. You caught us. Um, we're actually... We've been landed with, with the inspection duty... Um, so we've got to do an audit on the servers. Um, yeah. So my colleague here is looking and needs to inspect the code, make sure we're completely virus free. And my job is to um, check the hardware, the practical system. He stands around and he watches. Yeah, uh, basic, basically I'm here to just, my, my role here is I look at things on the screen and say, and say, yeah, that bit of hardware looks like it's working because I can see like the, the the specs and the the system, the, like the core temps. Like I don't, I don't need to look at the things we've got because the technology does it. So that's that's what we're here to do. It, it'll be about five minutes, then we'll be out of your hair. Now, could you show me your workstation? All right. So in this case, I'm going to say that what you are doing is you are trying to push a failed role into a successful role. What this means is that one of you will have to assume one stress point, and in exchange you get to re-roll what you just rolled. And uh, this time it is risky, which means that a 10 to a 19 will result in a success, but also with a failure condition. I have one stress. Uh, what is yours? Uh, I have two. And should I re-roll take control? Uh, yeah, that's probably... Actually, what is your take control? Plus two. Okay, what if... Uh, and it's up to you, Bobbin. This time, what if I'm trying to impress him by sort of listing off, like, the technical specs of what we're here to do? So I'm just reeling off technical jargon about the kind of computers they'd be using here. I would say go ahead. This is a risky roll, so you're going to need all the help you can get. Okay, so hack and fix, and Aria 
no, that'd be stress again. Keep forgetting the stress rule now. Tell you what, we're both plus four. We're both plus four hack and fix, so I'll take another stress and you and you roll the hack and fix with one accuracy. Hey, real quick, just want to re-establish, since this is our first mission where this is the kind of thing we need to keep track of it, how much stress do we heal for free every downtime? Five. Okay. Let's just keep that in mind, folks. You got five you can toss around. Thank you. not worry about it. That's fine, but this is a role we probably need to be passing. Mm. Or at least succeeding. When you're ready, Claire. Alright. This being to take control with one Oh, uh, no, wait. Am uh, I doing hack? Fi hack fix with one accuracy. Are oh, you? DL. Jesus. Some days the dice like what you do. Other days. That's a seven. That's a seven. Alright. So here's what happens. It would seem that the communications officer is not entirely convinced by your knowledge of technical jargon. Like, that alone is not enough to sway his suspicious mind away from uh, imagining something that is probably close to the truth. As such, as you are speaking, you watch his arm slowly reach over to hit a button on his uh, control table, and nothing happens. And he looks over somewhat confused, taps it a few more times. It would seem that he tried to activate the alarm that Arya earlier suppressed. <laughs> However, you have used up that suppression, and both of you take one stress from the near miss. As it is, the officer now turns back to you and says, Well, fuck me. <laughs> Apparently you are right. Have a look. Want me to take a look at that too? Yes. All right. You should be making loud noise right now. It does not. Hmm. <laughs> well, let's get to work. Yeah. Uh, all right, then. Um, I start. I will say, just to bring the uh, scene to a more rapid close and to uh, not tempt the dice gods once more. <laughs> I'm going to give you one segment to your mission clock. Demu is now able to communicate with all three teams, and we will be moving on to... Hmm, any volunteers? I mean, may as well do mine. Red team it is. I guess we'll move to the bottom top. So, you have skirted your way around the armory doing your best to stay at a significant distance from anyone else who happens to be on the same path. Find yourself cutting across what is probably some sort of parade grounds, and you are standing in front of a mech hangar. But two of the giant doors that lead in are shut. Three more are open. All right. First and foremost, I would like to establish the least guarded way into the mech hangar. Alright. So, roll to evaluate. 
Okay. Um, let's see. I guess that would be spot. Um, any difficulty on this or? No. Okay. Not on this one. All right. It's an 18. 18. All right. You size it up nice and quick. There is a bustle of activity inside the hangar. It's a bit hard to spot because of the contrast between uh, interior and exterior lighting. The large hangar doors are obviously going to be uh, in full view of the crew of mechanics inside. But you do also spot a number of smaller doors that may lead into workshops along the side of the hangar, into offices, storage rooms, that sort of thing. They don't appear to be nearly as frequently used, and they most likely enter into smaller self-contained rooms where sight lines are short and the population is much smaller. Cool, cool. All right. So I suppose the next step is to actually get in there, locate the best place to plant these explosives, and then get out. True. So how would you like to handle that? Well, let's see. I literally have a stealth hard suit, and I could just be invisible if I want, but I don't know if I want to bust that out just yet. If I could just walk in there, you know, using normal stealth techniques, that might help. Yeah. Plus, the uh, the stealth suit is probably not like full invisibility so much as that sort of slightly distorted invisibility. Yeah. Like, like you're the predator or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to wait for my opportune moment and then just try to slip in through the back door. All right. I'll say that much you can accomplish without having to roll for it. But once you are inside the building, you do notice that you are not entirely alone. This appears to be a storage area, and there is a mechanic hunting through the shelves. Their attention not currently on you, but there is not much space to hide in in this particular room. I could take this guy out and just like just knock him out and stash him, but run the risk, the very large risk of there being somebody waiting on him to get back somewhere, judging by what he's doing. Same time, I don't really have any good hiding spots. You could duck back out the door you just walked through. Yeah, fair enough. I can just see. Yeah. I would like to duck back out and just see if he'll, he'll if, duck back out and see if he'll find what he's looking for and leave. All right. I will require a roll this time. Okay. Uh, do you think stay cool is appropriate? Yeah. You really do need to exercise some patience at this moment. Okay. And you need to look like you uh, are supposed to be where you're standing, which is cool. Cool. Uh, difficulty on this or no? No, just a straight roll again. 17. It'll get harder as you get further in, but for now it's just straight rolls. Alright. The mechanic eventually finds what they're looking for and so you re-enter once they're done. The room is completely empty. And a convenient window on the door to the interior of the hangar allows you to get a better look at where everyone is, where any sort of structural supports might be standing. 
and perhaps where any sort of high explosives or otherwise dangerous materials might be stashed within the hangar. They got most of that stashed in the armory, of course, but they do need to transport some of it to the hangar to equip their mechs. Is there any obvious, like, patrol route, or is, are people just kind of milling around? We wouldn't call it milling around. Everybody in this building is doing something with themselves for a very specific purpose. On the other hand, it doesn't look like there are any active security officers or the like keeping an eye on everyone. Presumably, if anyone's in here, they are trusted enough to not need direct supervision. At least not of that sort. As it is, there are a couple of people here who are shouting orders and instructions louder than the rest. Hmm. Alright, so let's see. I think what I want to do is attach... I think I want to try to get over to the ordinance, whatever they've got stashed in here. And the logic being, it's probably going to be easier to get over there than any structural supports. And even if I don't take out the hangar with this, I will probably deny them some, a lot of ammunition that would, been, that would be sorely missed. Fair enough. So I'm just going to not, like saunter over there, but I'm going to move with confidence like I belong here and I'm supposed to be here. Kind of deal. I'm not actively hiding. I'm not trying to draw attention to myself. I just am. Right. And there are enough work crews here that at least initially they would probably assume that you belong to a different work crew. Yeah. But I think in this case I will make the role risky. Okay. Because there's a very good chance of both succeeding and failing simultaneously in this endeavor. Alright. And I will also declare that this is going to be another mission clock roll. Okay, so... And just one last thing. If you want to give yourself an accuracy, you can push yourself. Give yourself one stress. Alright. Now I do... Um... I'm not sure if this would apply here, because I have a bond power that's don't tell me the odds. And that's gain plus one accuracy on all, on all actions in the scene where you're clearly outnumbered, outgunned, or backed into a corner. Would that count here? You're definitely outnumbered. Okay, just wanted to be sure. Alright. Uh, so I would uh, apply a stress to give myself another plus one accuracy. Yeah. If you want. Nah, I'll, I'll take a stress since it's a clock roll. Uh, so what's the difficulty? It is risky. A 10 will do, but a 20 will avoid consequences. Okay, and I will have two accuracy. Here we go. Okay, 15. I'm curious here. Okay, it looks like you rolled a natural 11 minus the accuracy. I was just curious. As it is, you do successfully fool them for long enough to get to the pile of incendiary materials. You do get to plant your charges on the undersides where you don't believe they're going to check, at least not soon enough. But you are also spotted as you are heading out, not by any of the chief engineers, but by one of the 
younger ones. Uh, you don't know if it's an, if they have apprentices here, but uh, he looks young enough that he could be one. And uh, what he says is, well, hey there. I don't think I've seen you around these parts before. What y'all doing with that? have like a name tag or anything okay i first like legitimately the first name that just came to my head is johnny so i'm gonna roll with johnny <laughs> johnny yeah uh, hold on uh, i have a whole thing i just need to get a name set down johnny, johnny football hero <laughs> johnny beta <laughs> <laughs> Johnny race car driver. <laughs> I legitimately can't think of a last name that doesn't sound stupid. Johnny Asus, I guess. Johnny Five Aces. No. <laughs> yes. Johnny Seven Aces. <laughs> it's two better than five, you see. Oh, sorry. Uh, Johnny. Uh, name's Johnny. Uh. We're double-checking a shipment. We thought we mistakenly sent uh, wrong load out here. Um, we weren't sure which hangar it is, so I'm just going to check them manually. Uh, this one seems all right, so I'm just going to move on to the next hangar. Sorry to bother you. All right. I'd say that was actually a glib enough performance that'll give you a free accuracy. Oh. I'm just a bad liar. I don't have any, like, actual talky skills. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sort of the other reason. Ah. Okay. Oh, uh, dear. That Whoa! This dude bought the hell out of that. Alright, so that's a 22. Uh, and at that, a smile creeps onto this youth's face. And he goes, oh, Well, I didn't mean to come across as suspicious there. <laughs> well, hi there, Johnny. My name's Red. Red Black. Johnny Aziz. Pleasure to meet you there, uh, Johnny. I don't know how you might be able to tell this or not, but well, I'm kind of new here. I'm still uh, learning people's faces and names, uh, getting to know the folks I'm new working with now. Don't worry about it. You'll pick it up in time. Well, I sure do appreciate you uh, saying that there, sir. Well, you go about your business. I should probably go about mine. Yep. Good talking to you. Stay out of trouble. Well, I sure will there, Johnny. I'm moving on. You know, I didn't think I would ever have cause to say this, but Bobbin, I'm going to find out where you live, and I'm going to come there, and I'm going to kill you with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you've made that threat to Bobbin. You've made it to me countless times, but... You have bare hands? That's so cool. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> How do you type with bare hands? I thought they'd be cat hands. I'm very funny. <laughs> anyway. Yes, uh, that scene is ended, and... Uh... Did that, that put one on the clock, right? Hmm? That put one on the clock? You said that was a clock roll. Yes. Okay. And for clearing a ten, you've gotten one clock piece. You're up to four now. Yeah. Isn't it two because you got a twenty-two? Is it, is it a natural 20? The 22 was saving his own ass roll. 
Oh. No, the 15 was the clock roll. Okay. All right. Never mind. Yeah. And I did want to say, Claire, uh, feel free to. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry. I got, I, I keep doing this, but um, uh, I'm so tired. I had a long day. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to head out, but uh, tell me what happens. Cause I am invested in this. I think we will just say that your character goes back up to the roof to uh... say I'm uh... are we blowing up the comm sta station? No, but you'll want to evacuate the compound before anything explodes. Until then, I think we can just say that your character is on that rooftop plugged into the uh, communications and computer systems of the compound and uh, putting out fires as fast as as possible. Yeah, and I, I, I had the idea earlier that maybe I could bug the, the tower. Yeah, well, Johnny also had that idea, so oh, you can be helping with that, too. Yeah, sounds good. Alright, cool. I'll see y'all later. See ya. See ya. Bye. Alright, good night. Finally, I'm unsupervised. Green team. Hey, yes. that's us. Now that I have consumed basically all of my honeyed tea, it is time to talk. Start talking. So the officer's quarters appears to be basically an old farmhouse. Something of that design, but one that's been built on and improved and resized and like it's it's not the sort of design of an old southern plantation home, but it's of the same size category. There are at least three floors above ground level, probably a basement too. The architecture seems much less suited to take a bomb exploding nearby than the other buildings. Prefab structures have a certain amount of just protective design built into them. The idea behind the prefab structures is that they are being placed in a hurry in a war zone. As it is, you don't see anyone coming in or out, but from your data gathering up to this point, you assume that there is a population of officers in the building at this moment. Well, this is a place full of people, so let's just walk in acting like people. Just go in together, having a small talk. I will say that while Dimu has been able to fabricate some mud kicker fatigues for you, she has not been able to furnish you with officer bars. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh... Well, I did make the half joke earlier that you can get into basically anywhere by looking like you're supposed to be there and carrying a clipboard. Can I get us some clipboards? Or something equivalent? Yeah, you can... Everybody's got, like, the handheld computer. Yeah, I mean, like, walking in and making small talk while holding clipboards. Just like, I'm beep booping away on mine and then I'll like yeah. show it to Connor yeah, and, and he'll nod at whatever nonsense I've managed to conjure on the screen and then I'll nod and go back to beep booping on it. That's, that's essentially what you type right there. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Just a bunch of uh, keyboard gibberish. Yeah, and I also um like in like in my piloting gear, I act I do have a um like a headset thing, a da data plating, a data plating, which is like commonly jewelry. So like I can occasionally like put my hand up to it and just like pretending I'm reporting into somebody as well. The old fingers on temple thing. Yep. All right. Well, one of you make a roll to uh, blend in as. Uh... If not officers, then officer aides. I have a six to stay cool. Yes, please do it. I will take a stress <laughs> to uh, to give you a um, give you a, an advantage there. Okay, I'll take it, please. How about a hey! twenty-six? Ooh. You didn't even need it. Good roll. I rolled one on the accuracy die, but still got there. Fair enough, you waltz right inside. As it turns out, while the uh, office building has some sort of reception area, the officer's quarters do not. There is this sort of front room area, but that's all it is, a front room. There is the staircase on your right. There are doors leading left and right from your current position. And towards the back is, from what you can see, some sort of kitchen. Presumably used for the officer's mess. Kitchen's got a lot of nice place to hide explosives in. Does Connor have any sort of, like, assess the situation triggers? Um, not really. I've got charm, lead or inspire, show off, and take control. Alright, I have assault, word on the street, get a hold of something, stay cool, and patch. I intend to use word on the street to just like keep my ears open as we go through this place, listen to whatever chatter is going on, see if I can get any interesting information, but that is not what I just asked for. You can always roll without triggers. Yeah. You want to take it, Colin? Sure. Let's do it. 16. 16. All right. 10 less. I mean, it's a fine roll, but it's not a, not a 26. 16 is a, it's, it's an all right roll if you're, if you're happy with a 16. I am, actually. I'm very happy with a 16. Not a 26. As you discover, entering the kitchen, looks like they've knocked out a couple of walls so that this one fairly long table can overlap the dining room into part of the kitchen. And on one wall, facing the back side of the staircase, is a door opening it. There's a staircase leading down. You're going to put explosives anywhere in this building and putting it down against the foundation, against the supports that are standing on the foundation. Seems like that would be the most effective. Yeah, I'll kind of just like motion my head towards that uh, just so that way we're communicating aloud minimally uh, to Dalton and start heading towards the stairs down. Look at my pad. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Nod. Follow him. I will do my word on the street roll at this point. What, what's the sort of like population inside? Just on the ground floor here. Not much. Not many. 
But uh, Fair enough. you do hear chatter coming from elsewhere. If you want to just sort of pause, listen very carefully, feel free to do so. Mm. Now I'll see if I can catch something on the way out. I don't want to break our stride. Our stride being what it is, is like four-fifths of our disguise at this point. <laughs> we're pretending to be here, and as a result, people think we're supposed to be here. All right. Well, you head down the staircase. You reach the base. You turn to face the uh, rest of the room, and you are a bit surprised to see that this basement is fully furnished and finished. And what's more, it appears to be because someone high-ranking based on the size of the room they're in has turned this place into their private office. Hmm. And she is looking at you. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> okay. Is it Kalpa? She is rail thin, has this sort of mess of curly hair atop her head. Uh, you're not sure what she dyed it with, but it seems to be fading. And uh, looking over the lenses of her glasses, she uh, spots you too and says, Well, hi there. What brings you to my office? Okay, so what's the lie we definitely would have uh, thought of before? Surprise! Happy birthday to you! <laughs> <laughs> what is the lie we definitely would have thought of before coming in here? As a team. Is this place wet? Like, not this basement, but is... Th is the humidity high in this part of the world? It's temperate, but it is also within a few dozen miles of the coast. Oh, so it's where I live. Colin, do you have mold problems where you live? Uh, we can, if, uh, if it goes unattended, yes. Yeah, there we go. Just a regular mold inspection. We're just doing a mold inspection. We're starting from the bottom and going up. Uh, we're doing a regular mold inspection, starting from the bottom and working our way up, you know? Easiest way to do it. I don't recall having authorized any such thing. We've only just finished the basement, after all. It's a bit early for that sort of issue. I don't know what to tell you. first place mold starts. I mean... Basements are the first place where mold starts, and I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm, I'm seeing it right on our schedule right there. Uh, your data pad's right there. This is the uh, mold inspection, right? Let me see your data pads then. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Shit. Oh, fuck. Shit. Smoke bomb. <laughs> uh, I will just say that Connor is a little busy thinking out bullshit, but that does give Dalton a time to glance around and see the very clear indications that uh, this is a major whose office you have stumbled into. The spot for mold. And while ranks don't mean quite the same thing in a mercenary band as they do in the regular army, this would imply that this person has direct command over all of the patrols 
and may perhaps be second only to Meganis, if this is not Meganis. Am I unaware of what Meganis looks like? I would say under the conditions, it's not guaranteed that you would remember from the dossier you read. I, the player, half remember her being a redhead of some variety. And I did just say that she's got uh, dyed hair that has been faded somewhat. Dyed what color? So, basically I'm saying make a roll to recall. And this would be be cool because this is the stress making you forget. Sure thing. Do I get my noble background on this? Hmm. How much of being a noble involved remembering names and faces by rote? Uh, not names and faces generally, but given my specific family, knowing the names and faces of many, if not all, of the harmonic choir would have been a thing for us. All right, that sounds fair. How about a 20? 20 on the dots. No, this is not Meganis. She looks close enough that she could be a relative, but you suspect that's not the case. As it is, there are also the indications you can clearly see that she is high-ranking, absolutely. Okay, so what does that give me? Shit. Ass. Hell. I'm stuck. Like, unless I want to say Calva herself ordered it. But she just has to see a data pad that just has me hitting random buttons on it. Well, you could always disrupt the chain of command. I don't understand. Invoke the next person above them instead of just letting them walk all over us. Well, that, or I was just thinking punch her out. Oh. Yeah, yeah that too. It was just punching her out. <laughs> She's going to die anyway. <laughs> yeah. Regular ball. Here's the problem. If I do not kill her in one shot, this is going to get very bad for us very fast. <laughs> Let's kill him more knockout, and then she'll die during the explosion. Wait, hang on, Lafa. Maybe I'm not the one who needs babysitting. <laughs> God, fuck. This sucks. I hate it. This is so not what I'm built to do, but I... Uh, I don't have much else. Okay. Alright. I am going to... You gotta commit. You, you are in a time-sensitive moment here. Yep, 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 yep. I was just thinking about the best way that I could approach this. What's her chair like? Uh... Typical office chair, or I should say typical executive office chair. Okay, so I couldn't punch her in the back of the head, then there's, there's going to be a big headrest. Right. All right, from the front it is, I will walk around the desk so that I do not have to fucking dive over it at her. <laughs> uh, on the way over there, I will swap the data pad to my offhand just as casual as can be hand it out to her and when she reaches for it 
strong punch. I'm going to hit the Y button. Hit the interrupt monologue button. Push and hold R2. Yes. Uh, this seems like something I want to push myself for, so I'm going to do that. Alright. I roll a 23. Holy shit, yes! You rolled a natural 20. Sure, you can. So, with a 23, you, uh, absolutely knock her out with one punch. As I mentioned, she is rail thin. If she ever served time on the battlefield, those days are decades behind her. And, uh, fortunately for her, the expansive office chair she is seated in allows her to splay out without falling out of her chair. Remind me never to make you angry. I much prefer to do that in a mech. However, we are not going to be operating on uh, video game knockout rules. She is stunned. She is not out for the count. Okay. So... Hey, uh, Connor Elias, do you have a stimulant that will just, I like, do. fuck somebody up real bad I, for three hours? I do have stimulants, and one of the things that stimulants can do is, uh, is be a downer, weirdly enough. Um, freeze. Uh, juice... No, freeze. Um, keeps the pilot calm, emotionally stable, deadens fear, and other strong reactions. So I just go over to her, stick it right in the, uh, the thigh, and inject the don't wake up for a while stim. There'd probably be at least a double dose of that stuff. Okay, I'll, I have three uses. I will, I'll, I will mark off two if that keeps her down. Alright. So, after the drugs enter her system, she is not entirely unconscious, but she does begin to babble and drool. Yep, yep, that's about the right reaction when I take a double dose, too. Is it, uh, is it too big of an ask to procure some stuff to tie her to the supports and gag her? At this point, it does not seem necessary. The stim effect will definitely last long enough for you to exfiltrate. But... If you want to make yourself feel better, then, uh, <laughs> if nothing else, you can find some, uh, basically some short curtains that she put over some, uh, descended windows. Not sure exactly what they're called. But yeah, you, you, you can tear up some curtains, uh, make a rope out of that. I just don't want to run the risk of her stoner walking her way up the stairs. I, I understand that the chances are slim, mm -hmm. but that is a very fast way to ruin everything. As it is, you have plenty of support beams and, of course, the outer support wall itself to uh, attach explosives to. Tuck a few into out-of-sight places, just in case anybody comes down here. Mm -hmm. As it is with your primary objective complete blue team now that Arya has peeled off to handle comms what is Johnny up to did we uh did we get any clock segments Wait, where's the clock out ah uh, yes I did not explicitly declare one of those as the clock roll but you've been rolling over 20 for practically all of them so 
<laughs> that's going to be uh, two clock segments for a total of six. And for reaching six, I have an announcement. All of you stop and listen when the PA system suddenly goes on. And you hear a voice saying, Attention! Attention! The manus has returned to the compound. Beep, 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 beep. The manus has returned to the compound. Fuck, shit, hell, ass. So, as I was saying, Johnny. Hi. You hear this as you are on your way to the experimental hangar bay. Okay. I heard it. Just to clarify, you did say the manager has entered the compound, right? I said what I said. <laughs> That's not helpful. I know. <laughs> oh, I hate you, Bobby. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure I heard the words entered the compound, so I'm just, while I'm walking over to experimental, I'm just keeping my eye out for vehicles, which I'm going to assume I don't need to roll for because a vehicle makes noise. Yeah. The compound is big, but vehicles are also big and large and noisy. Hmm. Big and large. Jeez. Wow, you're the you're a professional writer, mate. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I, I go to the building that I'm supposed to go to. All right. In a spectacular feat of role playing. Well, you, the character, have no real means of comparison, but for you, the player's sake, the experimental hangar appears to be much less busy than the regular hangar is. Only one of the bay doors are open. There appears to be much less hustle and bustle. That being said, there are still people inside the building. Okay, um... My skills are completely inappropriate for any kind of infiltration. Um, I don't know. So, can I see what what is this building like? Is it as more of an officey building? Is it a, a, a hangar? It's a hangar. What can I see in sort of terms of sort of how cluttered is it? It is. Is it like big, wide open areas, or it is a bit hard to tell first because only one of the large doors is open, and second because. It is midday, and most of the interior is shadowed. To actually see what's inside, you'll need to get dangerously close to the building. Uh, fuck it, I can talk enough technical jargon to bullshit. We still have me, Daddy. I'll never lose you. Your plan B, okay? I still love you. Um, right, let's get... I guess the, the open door, I get... Yeah, yeah, I'll sort of walk in the direction of the open door, not like obviously go as though I'm going to go in it, but closest so I can sort of see a bit better what's going on inside. All right, make a roll to act casual. That's probably read a situation. Oh, no, it's right. I mean, I need to look up what that actually does, because I'm sure I'm probably using it wrong at some point. Well, like I've said before, if you're not stretching the meaning of words, you're not using it right. Okay, yeah. Then I'm reading the situation to see 
what is going on inside the building. And that's a 21. All right. I guess I'm just sort of looking... No, I'm not going to explain it anymore. And uh, just for posterity's sake, the description is, look for subtext, motive, or threat in a situation or person, often social situations. Use your intuition to learn someone's motivation. Learn who is really in charge or who is about to do something rash or stupid. Get a gut feeling about a situation or person. Sense if someone is lying to you. Okay, so mostly social. I guess I'm... I guess in in keeping with the spirit of the role, I'm trying to see what my gut feeling says about the safety of... or the threat posed to me by just walking in the door. Yeah, you're basically reading all of the faces of the people wandering around you and seeing just how close you can get to the door without being suspicious. Hmm. And bear in mind, I am wearing fatigues, so... Actually, right. that's a good question. Do all the fatigues... Do the fatigues of the people I can see near the building look similar to mine? There does seem to be a separate uniform for mechanics. Okay. Um, right, let's, let's continue finishing what I'm doing first. Right. And you do successfully get close enough to peer inside and uh, conceal your eyes from the bright sun to uh, get an actual look. And what you see are a variety of those, I believe they were operator mechs, the ones that exploded. Mm -hmm. There are also a couple of other mech designs. For the most part, they follow the same general design principle as mechs you're more familiar with, but only in the fact that they usually have two feet. Okay. Beyond that, the designs appear to get more and more esoteric the harder you look at them. And one of them, which is, seems to be going through some sort of basic checklist to see if all the systems are functioning, that one is particularly hard to look at because it seems to be sort of vibrating in and out of existence. Yeah, I think that's not good. Funny. As it is, the other thing you notice is that one mech that is getting the active check appears to have everyone's attention. There is only one mechanic crew that is currently operating. Perhaps there's only ever one crew. Truly a philosopher, very philosophical conundrum going on here. Hey, are there any mechanics sort of just on their own? In a nice shadowy area? No. Oh. That's unfortunate. Does there seem to be anyone in just like standard fatigues in there? Not at the moment. But you're not the only one wearing your uniform on this part of the base. I've got my uniform. Oh, I am. I'm just carrying sidearms. It's fine. Okay, yeah. I, I walk in. And because you've been reading a situation, I, I will just tell you this. You don't automatically look suspicious wearing fatigues walking into this hangar, but you will need to assume a role that is not a mechanic in order to explain yourself. It is not a mechanic. Right. As it is, everyone is pretty well focused on the mech. You imagine that a lot of attention is needed when something is 
somewhere between existence and non-existence. So you're able to get up pretty close before someone notices you, assuming that's your goal. Oh no, I absolutely don't want to be noticed. Why would I want to be noticed? I'm planting a bomb. I'm carrying a bomb. All right then. I'm, I'm looking for the best place to plant a big bomb. A bomb? Yeah. One of those. Well, hack or fix does include totally wrecking, disabling, or sabotaging devices. You're right, that is just stupid enough to be something I would absolutely do in character. However, much like Alan before you, this is going to be a risky role. Yeah, I need to... I. Yeah, I, I find somewhere out of sight and I'm going to try and hack the robot. Oh, well, I, I was saying that you can use Hacker Fix on the hangar. Oh, yeah, that's sure. That's, that's, that might be easier. Yeah, either way, it's going to be the same role, so you... Oh, you know, if it's if it's the same role, then uh, absolutely I'm hacking the robot. So, uh, oh, fuck. Um, that's an eight. And I've not got Arya to blame for my failings anymore. Okay. You sucked up all the luck last session. I sucked up all the luck of literally two rolls ago. Or one roll. Alright, so... No clock segments for an eight. And... As you attempt to uh, sidle your way up to one of the status displays, try and mess things up, you uh, find yourself staring into an empty void full of specks of white that you know are not stars, but are something entirely different, something in a three-dimensional space that is closing in around you and suddenly smash as the space around you tur turns white and the flecks turn black and zoom around as if embodying individual lives that are born past their time in this mortal realm and die and then you blink and while the after image of this space is still in your head. You are back in the hangar, having taken another stress point. And one of the other mechanics has noticed you. Hey, I know every mechanic in the universe, and you're not one of them. I just saw free time. Kinda did, yeah. Okay, sure, I, I, the mechanic's walking towards me. I'm, let's, let's see what he has to say. Oi, what you doing here, there, friend? fuck was that? Glances over at the display. Oh, you saw the time life, did you? The, wait, the, the time life? No, no, that's the time life. Stare out past the edge of reality, you're gonna see some wicked ass shit. Yeah, that was, that was weird. I get the feeling that if that's your reaction, you're not meant to be here. Nah, the, my mate said there was a cool, ex there was something cool happening here, and sort of, I, I drew the short straw, sort of, so the, it was, I, yeah, uh, we sort of had, we, we knew that one of us would, no, not knew, um, so, sorry, the the time knife, is, kind of maybe give me trip over my words here, um, 
yeah, uh, we heard that there was an experiment that this the the time life was going to be trial today, and we sort of dared each other to, or drew straws onto, would have to go and look and sort of see how cool it was. Because um, so, I assume this shit's for the mud kickers, and they're really cool. Um, you are part of the mud kickers. Oh, am I? Okay. You're supposed to be, anyway. Uh, I didn't know that, sorry. Uh, I assume that's for us mug kickers, and I just wanted, and we just wanted to see the new tech, but we knew that it, it, it's not ready, so yeah. Um, shit, I really wish I hadn't seen that, to be honest. Alright. So, how do you want to play this? Because uh, I will say that if you want to push the roll, it will once again become a ris- risky roll. But you will have a chance to uh, fill in some clock segments. Or you can use your excuses as a way to back out slowly from the hangar and get the hell away. In which case, no clock segments, but a regular roll. (sighs) I mean, what's the likelihood I'm going to roll shit twice in a row? Today? Uh, Approximately... 10 in 20? I like those odds. You shouldn't have. And I believe you're up to 3 stress now? Uh, you would be incorrect, because I started with stress, so I'm up to 5 stress. I'm always stressed. Same. I'll be fine. What's, you know, what's the worst that happens? I have to... I don't clear my stress at the end of the session. Or downtime, whenever. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the risky roll. Okay. Bold plan, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. Anything you want to add? Push yourself? Uh, what do you mean? Sorry, it's half free. Oh, wait, no. Well, yeah, pushing the roll into a risky roll, that costs one stress, but you can double push to also give yourself an accuracy. Don't know if that sounds appealing or not. Absolutely. What I mean, what happens when I reach eight stress? I just take a burden. Technically, that's that what hap- that's what happens when you reach nine stress. Okay, sweet. So I've got two. I got one more before I have to worry. Maybe we should have gone for the low difficulty here. <sighs> Maybe you should roll better. Okay, fine. Watch this. I'm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll push. I'll take an accuracy. Uh, what do you want me to roll? Hack or fix again? I'm trying to fix this social situation. I would say at this point it's read a situation, but that's the same modifier, so... No, no, hack or fix is plus four. Read is plus two. Okay. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong chart. Ah, fuck! Oh! Looks like somebody was overconfident. Damn right I was. Yeah, that's a two on the die, plus another five, plus two. Where's Arya when I need her? All right. (laughs) Bobby's really struggling to think of ways for us to fail upwards at this point. No, no. The phrase you want is fail forwards. Upwards is not assumed. And so what this mechanic says to uh, your uh, rambling explanation is... Well, he, he nods. Nods as you continue. Damn it, this dude's tweaking. How do I get it out of this conversation? And then says, uh, 
Yeah, okay. Now, uh, if that's the case, then you should probably have a look at this readout here. And suddenly you are flashing back to this uh, coruscating color sphere centered around you, as if the universe itself is making and unmaking, and you are merely an observer within it. And by the time the colors fade, you discover yourself on the ground outside the mess hall, having taken one more stress. Ah, fuck. I'm gonna have a Mustang when I get out of the army. Oh, uh, it's not nine, because I've just added my eighth stress, and I've had a... F and my comp con says I'm broken. Let's deal with that mechanic. No, it, it says here that it should be when the clock fills up and a character would take stress again, okay. the character is overwhelmed. So yeah, you should be able to take eight stress and keep going. I'm reading the rules right here in front of me. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Uh, in that case, no more Mr. Nice Guy. I, I've tried doing things the quiet way. This time I march resolutely towards the hangar. How big are these bombs? How big are the what? The bombs. The bombs? The big explosive. Ah. Bombs big. <laughs> big, big bomb. Oh, you said a slightly ruder word. How big are the bombs? Uh, they're... Basically think of your average C4 pack. You're wearing uh, loose jackets in order to carry a good four of them on either side of your torso. Total of eight. Okay. So if it's sort of C4-ish, what happens if I just drop it from a great height? Nothing. Plastic explosive is very, very, very stable. Excellent. You can actually light it on fire and it won't explode. I go back to the hangar. This time, fuck going inside. I grapple to the roof. I'm glad you're enjoying this. Right. Hangers. Presumably there's a skylight somewhere. Well, it's hardly guaranteed. Is there a skylight somewhere? Yes. I just wanted to make you sweat. Profoundly lucky that the designer of this base really enjoys natural light. What if... Is there a skylight above the big robot that everyone's looking No, that's stupid. Yeah, once again, everyone has their attention on that particular robot. Is there... Uh, I probably can't see. I'm probably just going to have to drop it in at wherever is away from the robot. I guess I'll, I'll try and drop in the explosives, a couple of them just above like anywhere I see a lot of crates. Because I figure crates have probably got something inside that's going to explode better. Alright. I think in this case it's uh, Hacker Fix again. Uh, 20 oh that should be with accuracy um, but it's a nat no it's a 15 plus 4 so 19 yes 19 I rolled a 6 on the accuracy dice that I shouldn't have rolled yep that's enough to get you one more mission clock segment and uh, a couple of the bombs drop near some uh, high tech equipment that looks like it's keeping things stable inside other bombs you just sort of pepper onto the uh, the mechs themselves since, you know, you've been assured that they like exploding, would prefer to explode, and it's 
convincing them to not explode. That's uh, the big conundrum these mechanics have to wrestle with. And yes, uh, as you said, also you drop a couple on some crates full of things that look like they should be important. They're in a good central location. The uh, ground has been cleared all around them. The square has been taped off for them to occupy. And so at this point, we move back over to the armory. And I will say your main objectives having been completed, everyone, aside from Arya, can join with uh, Alan for this particular branch of the infiltration. Hmm. Is this segment getting into the armory, or is this segment leaving? I think I missed the end of what Abe was doing. I was only at the hangar, so getting in. Oh, we're getting into the armory. Yeah. Okay. doke. And now everyone has assembled to take on the armory. As we all gather up, just kind of look at the group. How'd it go? Went fairly well. Is everybody done? Here's Arya. You hear her voice over the comms. Everything is a-okay. I can, I can see a point I can jump to to get over the side wall and get out from my current position. Sounds good. All right. And the only thing left is the most singularly heavily defended point on the base. Yay. Well, then, no time like the present, I guess. Oh... Good. You're using the voice modulation. Why are you still using the voice modulation? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> so, general view of the armory. There appear to be only two entrances and exits for the building. One of them is small, human-sized, on the west side of the building. There is an armed guard standing in front of it. The other is on the east side of the building, much larger, sized for mech weapons being added or removed from the armory. The typical sort of loading bay where trucks can back up to uh, put these weapons on and uh, ferry them over to the hangars. There are two armed guards currently standing watch, and there seems to be a rising bustle coming from the north. You may recall that announcement that came over earlier. It may be related to that. Canis is here on the VTOL. Can I just... I didn't do it on the way out. Can I do it now? Just throw a word on the street. See if I hear anybody say anything useful to us. All right. But I'm going to make this heroic. And I'm not going to tell you why, but consequences of failing are not going to be painful. Okay. Well, throwing a plus two, not taking any stress for accuracy. That's a 12. That's a 12. Alright. You don't pick out any significant words or conversation snippets from what you're able to overhear. Nothing that adds to the information you already have. Okay. Oh, well. Who's leading the way on getting us inside? 
Well, which entrance are we going in? It kind of like got a grappling hook. And you're here too. <laughs> the armory does not appear to have any windows, skylights, or upper entrances. Because <laughs> I've got a useful, useless grappling hook. <laughs> useful, useless. Most useful. It's had its moments. Usefulness. Love you some. And now it's dead forever. Until the end of the session. It's dead forever. We'll never speak again. Anyway, so are we going in the area with one guard but with smaller door, or two guards but with bigger door? And more chaos. We could probably just blend into the chaos. Yeah. If the chaos is like following McGannis's cool new mech inside to ooh and ah at it. Well, obviously the whole mech isn't going into the armory. Mm. You know, if there's more chaos over there, people are probably more distracted. I do favor the going in, just like the the obvious entrance. The people door? Yeah. Alright, if you've got a strong opinion, we can do that. I got a warning. Uh, don't look at the time knife. Yeah, it's the time knife. We've all seen it. We've all looked at the time knife. Some of us twice. Did, did you have a problem with the time knife? Did it cause you problems? I saw the universe and my own yes, place was yes, there. We've all, we've all seen the time knife. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't have TV. You live in the swamp. It's on... <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's night. Nice, Nine p.m. on so, on TBS. This is what happens when the game happens to three extremely tired people. Everybody's seen Time Knife. Weeknights on TBS. And for anybody still curious, that's all a good place joke. Never heard of it. The TV show. Sweet nights on TBS. Alan has a preference for the front door, for the people door. So let's go through the people door. Mm. Yes, let's go through the people door. I'm a person. Or at least attempt. How are you going to try to talk your way past the armed guard? Come on, Wordsmith. Smith some words. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of some words. Uh, now, here's my actual plan is that while you two are trying to talk your way past the armed guards, I'm just going to turn invisible and walk in. <laughs> is the door closed? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alan. <laughs> invisible is not intangible. You are not literally going ghost. I might just straight up offer to take this guy's uh, shift so that he can go see the cool mech that, uh, that the major just brought in. Okay, that's the thing I'm guessing about. We don't actually know. Not true. I mean, there, we know there's a, there's a hubbub to the north, and likely that person would want to see the hubbub to the north. So we can offer him a... There are two people. Uh, that's through the... That's through the big door. The little door has one person. Right. And that's where you said you wanted to go. Well, I'm gonna hold on. My understanding was that there's there's a fair amount of people coming in and out of the armory. Yeah, eight wanted to go where the chaos is, which is presumably the big door. Yes. Oh, okay, that is the opposite okay. of what I heard. Okay. Okay. Um. So then, yeah, 
that was also my preference. I figure we can slip in easier via the chaos. Yeah. Let's just do that. I think we're doing that then. Okay. Those doors are also closed. Plan doesn't change. You're still gonna have to talk to someone. Damn it. Uh, hang on. Let Bob. Let Bob an answer. Well, if you want to wait for the chaos to arrive, it does take a, another couple of minutes before some uh, trucks start driving over from the northeast hangar, bringing down some uh, weapons and other valuable supplies off the mechs, the supplies that need to be secured. But once that starts happening, then yes, there's a lot of activity happening. The uh, guards have a lot to look at, a lot to keep track of if they uh, want to catch every detail. And the big doors open so that folks can start carting the weapons and ammunition into the building. I have a question about talents. How do they work? Because I've only ever used the talents in mech combat. How do they work on foot in pilot mode? Quite simply, there is no overlap. Your on-foot powers are your bond powers. Okay. Your talents are just, at this point, flavor. Okay. Speaking of which, which bond power do you have? I have Don't Tell Me the Odds. We remember what we talked about it. Right. Well, you are clearly outnumbered now that the uh, support crews have arrived. Ah, hmm. uh, goddammit. Alright. I have a question. Are there any boxes around? You're asking whether a loading bay has any boxes lying around. <laughs> I mean, are they bringing any boxes in and out? I would say yes, because some bits of ammunition are best moved in containers rather than loose. Okay. Where are these crews? Where are they coming from? And is there any possibility we could, uh, say, ambush one of them? I would say that there is too much happening to just go immediately hostile in any respect and not expect to be seen doing it. Alright, so where are they bringing stuff from? From the northeast hangar. Okay. Can we disguise ourselves as a crew bringing stuff in here? I would say that if you basically grabbed one of the trucks that is set out in a parking lot nearby next to the armory you could probably basically drive up to the northeast hangar grab a load of whatever they're unloading and nobody would care because you're pitching in during a uh, very busy moment okay Anybody have any other suggestions? Anything, any plans they would like to present? Nope. I was just planning to do the old clipboard bit again. This sounds yeah, more interesting. Like, this, this sounds way more interesting than the clipboard bit. Honestly, this is just the clipboard bit modified to the current circumstances. <laughs> yeah, more or less. I could throw a grenade. So, <laughs> yes, yes, I mean, we know you can. 
We are very aware of your grenade throwing abilities. Better plan than throwing grenades. There are, seems to be a lot of crews coming down from that hangar. I think we can easily steal a truck and get ourselves in there. Just, well, not walk in, but there's a lot of activity going, and I don't think anybody's going to really call it into question. Lead the way. Alrighty, uh, Johnny, put the grenade away. Onward. Come on, Daddy. You've got me. Oh, God, why do they talk? Do you have you? Why do the grenades talk? No, no, that's... <laughs> That's the grappling hook. The grenades don't talk. Thank God. The grenades know they're replaceable. I don't think that's expendable is the word you're looking for. No, no. Replaceable. I keep dying, but Daddy keeps bringing me back. What are you? Silly Grumbungus, you don't understand death. I don't think I do anymore. <laughs> Let's go steal a truck. <laughs> Trucks, as it turns out, are very stealable. They don't exactly use turnkeys in this future world. But they do have proximity detectors that uh, trigger the ignition system. And those proximity detectors are helpfully placed in the sun visor over the driver's seat. Right. All right. Connor, you're still face driving. Oh, Drive on in. Johnny, you and me are going to be in the back. Okay. That's Dalton up here up front with Connor. Looking bored. Bored but attentive. Yep. And I will say this part of the uh, infiltration goes quite smoothly. Everyone, as I said, is very distracted, very busy. As soon as they see another truck roll up with a bunch of strong hands ready to go, they uh, wave you over to a... Okay, basically let's this... be fair. Let's be fair. Strong hands and Connor. You beat... I was gonna let Bob and finish his thought, you fuck. <laughs> Drive up to basically this giant mech-sized minigun. It's uh, brought over by a crane loaded onto the, uh, the bed of the truck, and uh, the guy who seems to be in charge slaps the side and says, uh, all right, you got McManus's big gun there. Straight to the armory, you hear? Uh, give a friendly nod and uh, drive to the armory. And then as I'm driving, I say in a low voice, what are the over and unders of us putting a bomb on the, gu on the gun and having it explode? I'm great minds think alike, Connor. <laughs> Son, I have a mission for you. <laughs> My exploding children. Alright, so at this point I would like someone to roll an observation skill of some sort. Not me. Standard difficulty. I'll do a spot. Spot, spot, spot. I don't know how I'm doing this from the back of the truck, but okay. Yeah, that's probably better. Okay. 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 So, first thing you notice is that the mech that you are delivering this weapon from is not a dark green color, which is McGannis's mech's color. You have been informed of this. The second thing is that you replay what you just heard the uh, 
chief mechanics say, until you realize he's not saying McGannis, he is saying McManus. Just, just to be perfectly clear, did anyone else hear? Okay, so who here heard McGannis? And, and, okay, I'm reasonably sure he didn't say. I think he said McManus. Uh, is that next green? But he did say big gun. Does the name McManus mean anything to me? Not particularly. It just certainly sounds a lot like McGannis. Inconveniently close to McGannis, in fact. <laughs> just pause a sec, because I'm, I don't listen to the podcast. Is that something... Did you actually do that, Bobbin, and we all just missed it? Yes. Okay, well done. I hate you, but well done. <laughs> I intentionally gave the comms officer a thick accent, so you wouldn't realize I said the <laughs> wrong name. Oh my god, Bobby, you fucking evil. Too smart. <laughs> or I'm too stupid. Possibly both. <laughs> Probably both. Yeah. So that's not our mech. It doesn't really change any of our math. Yeah. Let's get this job done and get out of here. Still a big gun. So, general game plan when we get in there. I'm going to turn invisible and try to get up to a high spot. I can help with that. You. I can help with that. Right. Okay, you can help with that. Yeah, have a grappling gun that talks. Please let me help with that, Daddy. No, I'm passing you off to. You're going over to your uncle for a bit. No. Oh no. <laughs> Hi, Uncle Alan. Hi, Grappley. My name is Crumpangus. <laughs> Right. Is that like the name of some pagan swamp god that Chinese people worships? You know what? Let's bring it all. Let's bring it all full, full circle. Absolutely. <laughs> Why did you make a grappling gun that can talk? Why did you make grenades that can talk? God, the grenades don't talk. Why do you strap you? grenades to your sword? I have a lot of questions. The grenades don't talk, they just text a lot. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Uh, my plan is to actually contribute to the unloading. However, uh, at an opportune moment, I am going to put a package of C4 between some boxes and walk away as casual as can be. Alright. So, I think in this case... I would like all of you to make rolls. And all of them are going to be segment rolls. Which means that they're also all going to be risky. If you don't want to directly contribute, for instance, if uh, Namtab feels that uh, his character's at his limits, then you, you can feel free to just passively contribute by, for instance, handing off the grappling hook. Robin. What part of me has ever given you the impression that I'm a coward? I've always liked to give my players options. If I break, I break. He dies, he dies. As it is, perhaps you would at least want to go last, because then you might not have to roll. 
I'll accept this compromise this time. As for the rest of you, Alan, I get the impression that you want to basically Batman your way inside of the armory to find a nice concentration of explosives to plant your bomb next to. Yeah, I'm also trying to get high up so I can, you know, play lookout. Yeah. Well, the warehouse itself has pretty high ceilings, but there's not much to see aside from guns, gun barrels, and shells. Okay. As it is, Dalton, it sounds like you want to plant a bomb on something go that's going into the armory without stepping inside yourself. No, I am fine with stepping inside. Like the, the plan is to help with the unloading if that seems like a thing people in trucks are doing. Like if a truck pulls up, everybody gets out and starts unloading. I am going to do that because that's the done thing right now. And just in the process of putting a box somewhere, I will slip a bomb into an advantageous position. Well, I will say that the mercenaries helping with this caravan situation are not actually going into the armory. They are handing things off. They're, they're putting things onto the loading dock so that the dedicated armory staff can hold them back into their proper places. Got it, got it. Okay, okay, okay. So nobody's actually going into the armory. Then that is what I shall do. The armory staff is, but... Uh, not not any of our team except for me. Yes, because you're invisible. Assuming I roll high enough. So to be clear, then I am going to be contributing to the unloading, but not going inside because that is the done thing right now. Yes, and at some point you're just going to pop open the lid of one of the ammunition crates, dump in a live bomb, and send it along. Yes, exactly. Explosive is too explosive. Send it back. <laughs> uh, I think Connor is honestly going to find a spot to, like, direct people and try and, like, tell them, you know, hey, uh, this should go here, this go here, you guys go this way. So that way he can direct them away from the people or at least the one person going in and planting the bomb so that way they have more of a chance to just not be seen. Alright, so yeah, you're providing cover for your other teammates. Correct. I don't know if that would be a lead or inspire or a take control. I think it sounds more like taking control. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll roll that when it comes time to roll things. Alright. Johnny? Uh, I mean, if I'm sort of holding back, then I think it makes sense for me to jump in to figure out a plan if I'm needed based on what's happening elsewhere. I think my plan is going to have to be reactive. That sounds fair enough. Alright, and so in the grand tradition of these for this session, all of them are risky rolls. Feel free to add in whatever advantages you can imagine for yourself. I'm going to push myself. I'm going I to am. push myself and also invoke my celebrity background because I feel like I would be good at hurting cats to go where I want them to go. Alright, well, don't add stress yet. Because these are risky rolls, but a 20 still means two pieces of the clock, and you got three left. Ah, okay. So, choose a good order. 
Ape, you have an accuracy dice because you're using the grappling hook. Ape has two because of his own on power. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're using the grappling hook... I could push myself and give me... I could push myself to give myself three accuracy die. Wouldn't you get a third from your stealth suit? I think that's what's letting me do this in the first place. Yeah. The person equipment doesn't really interface with the the new system as it is yeah it does it does let you do this thing in the first place and you know accuracy dice are diminishing returns because they override each other yeah but i've only taken one stress so hell all right Three accuracy dice it's your pool do us proud all right ha okay <laughs> how about that how about that? I don't even need to roll. I don't even need to roll. We're at 10 now. All right. For the folks at home, that was a natural 20 and a natural 6 and another 6 and a 5 plus 2 for a total of 28. And then Cat did not disappoint either. A 17 on the die plus a 3 from accuracy and a 6 for 26. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. For what seemed like the hardest point on the map this has gone as smooth as anything has ever gone for this entire mission honestly the optional communications tower was the hardest part of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah since i'm sending the combat guy on a sneaking mission but i didn't kill anyone it turns out that when we uh reserve all of the good roles for the end, the person who acts first kind of gets shafted. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he was selfish like that. How dare you? Rip. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of crazy considering Namtab's right over there, but Ape, you have become Batman. Yes. <laughs> I'm perching on the gargoyles that are in his <laughs> the yeah, the, the interior gargoyles. They explained that as Bruce Wayne uh, donated those yeah. so specifically so Batman could perch on them. <laughs> Can't believe you're giving away the secret to my username. <laughs> explosive here, explosive there, explosives everywhere. Oh yes, you uh, you even find the special reserve room for uh, man portable firearms and explosives stash a nice block of future c4 right in the center of that c5 right underneath this big old box full of grenades and i vanish like a ghost time to exfiltrate yep all right exfiltration happens nice and rapidly both because Arya was kind enough to lay the groundwork and because it's getting pretty late. So, as it is, what say you go through... Real quick, before we actually tally it up. You know, I think that was actually the smoothest anything's ever gone for us. Don't jinx it, don't jinx it, don't jinx Please. it. Don't jinx possibly it. go wrong. I don't think anything could go wrong. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> This revolution is as good as done. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and as Dalton continues to try out his new mantra. Oh wait, hang on, did we, did we get Arya out of there? Yeah, we did. She, she, she gets out on her own. 
Yeah. She's close and, enough to the wall. She could just get her way out. Well, like I said, she basically paved the way for the rest of you to get out. She walks so we could run. And so, in spirit at least, she accompanies you as you uh, double back to your mechs. And uh, from a safe distance, press the button. It causes a bright flash, a big old cloud of smoke that mushrooms outwards. And then, only after it's developed quite a bit, a big old wham! as the shockwave hits. Whoa! Before he presses the button, Alan plays uh, the 1812 overture over his <laughs> next speakers. <laughs> yeah, the secondary explosions continue for the next several hours. <laughs> Ammunition fire. Ammunition fire. Ammunition fire. Ammunition fire. So do you think the time knife lets them, like, rewind time or anything? <laughs> And that's where we call it, please. So, if you guys want, we can skip the experience tally for everyone who's already at eight. Yes, I'm already at eight. Even though I 100% did my minor ideal. I was only at three. So, let's see. You sh didn't you take double? Weren't you supposed to take double because you missed a session? Arya took double for missing a session. Okay. Fair enough. Nope, should have gotten plenty from the you know, meeting his brother session. I may have forgotten to put those, so I'm at three now. Well, you address challenges with precision and coldness. Absolutely. You, I would say, expressed your background. Yeah, I am special forces. Yeah, and it's also what motivated you to want to blow up this mercenary company on your home. Yep. Uh, my minor ideal was I showed someone how it's done. Yeah, you got that grappling hook and uh, kicked that armor's ass. Yeah, I guess from the last session, you can just look through the logs and see how many apes that he got from the last session. The brother one. So I think he should be at six. I'm at six now. Today. Yeah, before today, I think you should have been higher. Yeah, you should have gotten something from that session. I remember it wasn't that much, but you still got something. Just say I'm at eight, because that sounds correct. Yeah. Shrug. <laughs> but I am curious about uh, those of you who took minor ideals, whether or not you fulfilled them. Nope. I chose, I charmed my way out of a charged situation, which I believe I feel like I did. A couple of times, yeah. I did not protect someone weaker than myself. I ducked her really hard in the face and then let my companion drug her. <laughs> yep. I was tempted sick with diffusing a potentially violent or charged situation, which would have got me something, but instead I thought that Arya and I were going to talk about anything, um, so I took our help to see if we'll heal someone's pain and got nothing out of it rip yeah task oriented players we got it done we did not roleplay <laughs> alright is that everything mm -hmm. so. well then thanks everyone for joining and I hope I'll see you next time <laughs>